Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production for Gore Coleman, which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news with us today. Happy to have him back because he keeps hitting it out of the park. Steve Saviak, CEO of Valio Pharma, trades in Canada under VPH for Friends US, VPHIF, and for our friends in Europe under VP2. Typically, when you hear about biopharma, for those of you who knew the story, you think about big R&D, long FDA clinical trials, cash-burning companies uh, with very high risk and very high reward. Valio has turned that business model on its head as a commercial stage, revenue-generating and profitable Canadian pharmaceutical company right now. So they license and acquire the Canadian rights to commercial stage uh, proprietary drugs and then commercialize them in Canada. Uh, it's an in-licensed business model that means uh, no development, no clinical risk, and they've already struck partnerships with the likes of Novartis. More importantly, it's calculated to 2020 revenues, $7.5 million. Uh, but in the first nine months of this year, record nine-month revenue of $10.2 million already. That's up 94% from last year. And they're forecasting revenue of $160 million by 2025. Steve? Welcome back. Big news today. George, it's uh, always nice to be back on Agoracom. So the headline today is you've obtained listings for Redesca, that's your blood thinner, from two uh, two of Canada's largest group purchasing organization, organizations, representing 700 hospitals and healthcare facilities across Canada. How big is that? Because that sounds to me like that's a massive uh, piece of news. Yeah, well, it's, it's clearly a very important step uh, in the commercialization of Redesca. As you know, Redesca was launched in April of this year. It's already become our biggest selling product. Uh, the fact that we were able to enter into agreements with these two big GPOs, as they're known, uh, right. that, that actually service uh, many, many hospitals and healthcare centers. As you said, it's well over 700. This gives these institutions access to our drug. Prior to this, it's, it's very hard for them to acquire the drug. Uh, there's pricing issues, there's procurement issues that they go through, but being on the GPO list uh, makes that accessibility much easier. So it's all in keeping with our expectations that Redesca will be a $30 million drug within the next 18 to 24 uh, months. It's well on its way there right now. Were you expecting something this big? Because in prior conversations, we've talked about your business model, which is you've got a great direct sales force. They go out, they speak to all the doctors, all hospitals. And yeah, you try and strike some deals with some province uh, health boards, for example, in health ministries. But this is the first time I'm hearing of a, a, a group purchasing organization, especially one representing, I didn't know we had 700 hospitals and healthcare facilities across Canada. So is, how many more of these are left? It's uh, there's only really one other big one I would say uh, that handles more the sort of the eastern part of Canada, uh, and that we're in discussions with. But it does take time because even from the time that you negotiate supply, so what they want to make sure is a can you supply the product and can you supply it at a competitive price. So there is a negotiation with the GPOs. At that point, even when you enter into and you sign an agreement, it takes several months before that agreement becomes a reality. So we've been working on this. Uh, agreement since probably January, February of, uh, of this year. It takes time. Everything takes time, as you know, and we're just glad it's behind us. And it's really an important stepping stone for us. Now, what, it, what I also mentioned in the press release is uh, in addition to having access to hospitals, we have 
extensive private and public uh, reimbursement coverage. That means once the patient leaves the hospital and is still taking the medication, that they actually, when they go to the pharmacy and acquire it, there's a, uh, either their private insurance or the public uh, health boards are actually paying for the drug. So this is a you know, very uh, well reimbursed drug, uh, which is key for any, the success of any drug in Canada is to find, is have that third party payer. So a very, very big news for us. And it's just another step in building that, fa- that, that, that sort of springboard of, of Redesca. We knew we needed it. Uh, we worked on it. We finally have it, and I, I think we're going forward for this. And we expect, you know, to have more news on Redesca and our other products in the coming months, along the same lines of public accessibility, public payment, private payment. These are important parts uh, for any pharmaceutical product. Well, I wouldn't say this is a big step. I'd say this is a big triple jump uh, in, in your in your plans. And by the way, you also mentioned the press release that. There are three additional hospital specialty products that were added into this listing. We don't need to talk about those right now, but the question I want to get to is given the fact that you have such a strong pipeline and you know you have other you have other drugs that are coming that that you're striking deals with, does this make it easier now that you've now you've made this agreement with this uh, uh, this GPO uh, or these two GPOs uh, to to bring in other drugs and, and make it easier for your pipeline going down the road? Or is it the, still the same rigorous process because everything is just on a case-by-case basis? Well, it, it, the, the rigorous process remains, but clearly the more drugs you have and the more you're well-known by the GPOs because they don't just look at price, they look at your ability to supply, your ability to supply on time, other criteria, non-monetary uh, criteria. And I think uh, as you build your reputation with them, it's 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 certainly helpful when you bring future drugs uh uh, to them. So uh, it's all a, a step-by-step process, but we're, as I mentioned earlier, we're we're very excited and we're well on our way and great relationships with these groups. And uh, we look forward to bringing more products uh, to be able to uh, make available. Again, this is in the hospital and healthcare setting, not the retail typical pharmacy. Right, right. So it's only part of our market, but it's about, as far as Redesca is concerned, that in terms of dollars is Roughly 50% of the market is the hospital healthcare market. The other 50% is the pharmacy market, patients, outpatients, uh, continuing on their treatment when they're at home. So uh, that's being covered by the provincial and private reimbursement. So we have both aspects covered. So we're, we're quite content. And there's a little few little areas uh, not yet uh, uh, finalized, but those will come through in the next couple of months, I believe. So we'll have you know virtually 100% coverage in Canada. Yeah, so yeah, I, I'm glad you made that distinction because you got your direct sales, which we've talked about often, your direct sales force that goes to doctors, makes presentations, demos, all that. But this this really, these two GPOs represent the hospital and healthcare facility side. So does that mean they take over marketing or is it more case if you got a list, it's, it's a listing there, but all of those hospitals and healthcare facilities just buy off of these lists because in other words, a more efficient process. It's a more efficient process. You still have to market to the hospitals. It's a, it, and right. we have 11 key account managers that have been working with the hospitals right across Canada. Uh, I'll give you an uh, example. As much as that number 700 sounds impressive, but there's really about 200, 225 that represent probably well over 80% of the uh, of the market. Uh, you know, these are the big hospitals. You can imagine in Toronto, some of your big hospitals, Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary, whatnot. Uh, 
and we're we've had multiple discussions with these and again these are not one point of access it's not one person you're talking to you're talking to many different people in the hospital you're training the nurses on how to use not how to use the product but how the product uh, has a, a, a slightly different uh, uh, safety um, uh, mechanism for when the syringe is removed from the patient. So we've been giving training courses. So it's a, uh, it's a, there's a lot of work that's gone into this. And and as oh I yeah, oh yeah, started it in January, and we're seeing the fruits of it now. Um, and uh, we're even you know we're excited as you know initially British Columbia was the number one province for us. Now we're starting to see orders from other provinces, and I would imagine by in the next month or two we'll be seeing orders from all the the 10 provinces of canada so very exciting uh, 10 provinces territories what have you it's very exciting and, and this has already started it's important for people to know it's not like you got the listings and now you got to wait for red tape and things it started already as, as of october 1st so here we are middle of october are you already starting to see uh, activity as a result of it yes absolutely we're selling to some new clients now but we've been selling this product since april uh, yeah. But it's, you know, in some provinces, it's easier to access others. It's harder to access if you don't have these listings. And so the, the, the fact that these G two GPOs have listed the product makes, as I said in my press release, accessibility by hospitals. It's much easier for the hospitals now to actually procure the product. Yeah, yeah, because you can have the best sales salespeople in the world that are going to the hospitals, demoing, educating, raising awareness. But if it's not easy for the purchasing managers to get to actually get the orders fulfilled, that's that's a whole other hurdle. So this is this is great. By the way, is this historical, Steve? Is this the first time the company's ever obtained listings with uh, GPOs of this size? So is this is this a historical event for the company? It's certainly the first for this scale of product. We've had smaller products with these organizations before, um, so they're well known to us. Uh, but this one is this one is a material one for us, and it's also material for them. This is going to save their hospitals a considerable amount of of uh, money in terms of uh, more attractive procurement price. But as important, the supply. And uh, as you know, uh, or may not know, but uh, anticoagulants, uh, especially the injectable type. Um, uh, there are shortages of the raw material around the world, and I think. Oh, I did we, not know that actually. We, uh, our partner Shenzhen TechDAO is the largest uh, supplier or purveyor of crude heparin, which is the the base ingredient for our product. And so you're not having a supply chain uh, problems. Is is uh, I think is is uh, you know 99.99 percent. We're extremely pleased with the supply chain. Uh, and it's important. It's an important aspect for this wow. type, of less so for other products, but for this product, the supply chain is uh, is critical, and uh, and we uh, we stand behind our commitment of being able to supply um, all our all our uh, potential volume to to various hospitals across Canada. Very um, very good partnership with this company. This is a small tangent, but very small tangent for other. You said anticoagulants. So for people at home, we're watching this first time. That's the blood thinners. Is there a potential short-term opportunity because other providers, other uh, of anticoagulants and blood thinners are having supply chain problems and you may actually get more business than you anticipated? Uh, I mean, that, that, that may happen. Uh, we've seen it a little bit already where there has been some issues where certain uh, specific units or sizes, let's say, where stock keeping units, uh, where some have been in short supply, we've been able to fill that in. Um, but the key for us is to know that all of our 
uh, SKUs, our stock keeping units are available and we have strong inventory and a strong supply chain uh, behind it. It doesn't sound necessarily very exciting, uh, but you know, it's, it, you can- No, only, it's exciting. You know, I think most people, yeah. most people understand the magnitude of this, that's for sure. You can only sell what you have. And uh, if you, it's great to have orders, but if you can, if you don't have the inventory, um, the Canadian public is short, is not served well. So I think for us to be able to have that sort of diamond guarantee that we will have product no matter what uh, available uh, is really key for the GPOs. And in addition to Redesca, because that's the big one, that's the one that you guys have, have said, you've gone the record, you think you'd be doing $30 million a year uh, for Redesca. What does this do to get that time? To, and by the way, for everyone at home, that's a ramp up, it's not overnight. Uh, but you know, you're off to a good start, Steve, uh, from April. You know, does this does this accelerate the timeline for when you think you might be able to get to that thirty million dollar forecast? It it, it 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 certainly keeps it on track. Let's put it that way, because we certain we had expected that we would get approval around this time. Uh, I think what we're a little we're actually pleasantly surprised uh, with is the uh, the uh, public reimbursement that's come ahead of time. So in other words, the provinces paying for the drugs at retail. Uh, we're ahead of on that. So again, I think, uh, you know, you're looking at the a 30 million, we're, we're, this is a large market. I mean, this is a, it, it's a, it's a product's been used for over 25 years. Uh, it is uh, used extensively in hospitals when patients have certain types of surgery uh, and you, you're trying to prevent any type of, uh, of adverse event or of blood in, in, in the blood, which would be a blood cloth that would potentially become dangerous. So it's a very standard procedure uh, used in the hospitals and uh, it will be used in, for the foreseeable future. I mean, blood thinning is is an important aspect. Staple, of it's care. a staple, right? Um, it's a staple and, in hospital uh, care. Again, this is a market we, we wanna become the number one player in this market. That's our objective. And uh, that 30 could be higher number than that. It's a bigger market than that. We're trying to be as, relatively realistic conservative with our uh, with our investors to say if we hit that target we'll have done a, a very good job of marketing this product but that's not necessarily our internal goal our internal goal is is to uh, to to go higher than that number and 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 by the way uh, since we talked about public reimbursement for a second um, where are you with how many provinces are left for public reimbursement of Redesca your blood thinner I believe two, and I think that uh, uh, probably those two will be, uh, in, we're in discussions with them, and I would believe that those two will be um, taken care of uh, in, within the next 60 days. Steve, I'm gonna put you on the spot here in front of everybody. I mean, that's a surprise question, but I gotta do it. Tonight, Toronto Maple Leafs, Montreal Canadiens game, uh, a season opener, uh, who's winning tonight? Uh, well, I'm a, as a Montreal, <laughs> I'd like to say Montreal, but as you know, we've had our issues with uh, certain injuries and players that have left and now Carey Price, unfortunately, uh, having to take uh, distance from the team. Um, so uh, we're going to miss them all. And I, so I, I uh, uh, my heart's with Montreal, but uh, my head says to, it's probably Toronto. Well, the good news about that is that's not what we're all relying on here. That's our fun. So that's a coin flip. But Valio is not a coin flip. You guys just keep hitting out of the park. And then for everyone at home, just remember, you know, the 2020 revenue, 7.5 mil. First nine months this year, 10.2 up 94% with a quarter to go. And growth is just accelerating. So, Steve, congratulations on another amazing milestone as shareholders. I think as a shareholder, I think as I speak on behalf of everyone where I say thanks for the fantastic success. Keep it up. And last word to you and what you want to tell everybody. 
Uh, well, thanks, George. Uh, I would say that we're on a, a very good path and I would continue to watch for press releases coming from us about new activities, uh, fourth quarter and really next year. Uh, this year was a, what I would call a transformational year with some of the products we in license and launch. Uh, next year it's, re it's execution and revenue growth. Uh, we're having good, we'll double our revenue this year, which are October uh, 21 is our, uh, our year end, October 31st, but watch out for next year. It's going to be a very exciting year for us. Well, that's awesome because you know, this year was a fantastic year. We're all excited about it. So if you're saying watch out next year, we're even more excited. Steve, thanks so much. Uh, can't wait to have you back because it looks like we're going to have you back on a lot, buddy. Thanks, George. To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Steve Saviak, is CEO of Valio Pharma, trades in Canada under CSE in the U.S., VPHIF, and for our friends in Europe, under VP2. For those who are new to the story, you saw this big headline, do your due diligence on Gorecom, get to the company's profile page, and then from there, because we give you a good 1,000-foot overview of the company, hop over to the company's website, do your deep dive due diligence. We all know where Biopharma is going. You can see the company's growth rate. It's uh, The numbers don't lie. Do your due diligence. Just don't say 12 months from now, we didn't tell you. So have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and then leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel so you don't ever miss another great Agoracom small cap video.